boats in a large hut on the coast. It seemed right that Marine had such a fascination with the sea, given that my father had dedicated a lifetime to taming it. I'd spent many summers on the island as a child, and had long known that some of the east coast had pale secluded beaches, ideal for a family that wanted to be alone. Juliet hadn't had a holiday in nearly two years, and it showed in the whiteness of her skin. She looked as if she was made of china that weekend. Juliet and I had worked hard to give our young family a home, and now and then we reminded one another that we should stop and savour it. Juliet always smiled with relief when she heard that. She needed to hear that her tireless work wasn't in vain, and so we agreed. Four days away, I would find us one of those eccentric bed-and-breakfast cottages by the coast run by a batty couple who swim in the sea throughout winter. It isn't easy to return to that beach now. Perhaps because I know that the moment I am there, Christian will be two again, and Marine will be five, and nothing will have changed. Marine will be living out her secret games, the rules of which we never understood. I know also I will be reminded of the nonchalant passage of time, and will still do anything not to be reminded of that. When I look back to that time, I should remember a glow of perfect happiness. But it isn't that simple. I was young back then. I had just finished university, but I already had responsibilities, a family. I had to be able to answer questions, to offer instant solutions, but I lacked the confidence of experience. I had a young partner who I barely knew. I sometimes wondered if she had secrets that made her even less prepared for the journey ahead than I was. It was this sense of her secrecy, of removal, that had somehow prevented me proposing to her, but I still needed her to help hold this fragile raft of a family together. Somehow, I had already realised that I had to treat her very carefully. But I did not yet know why. Juliet had fallen pregnant with Marine quickly and we hadn't ever had time to get to know one another before our daughter blossomed in our lives. But Juliet had character and integrity and together we got through the transition. We were a couple but it was only on that cool and melancholy day that we arrived on the island when we got out of the taxi on the promenade that I remember feeling for the first time I had been handed a family. They were all mysteries to me, as they remain. In the evenings we ate at the local sailing club with friends. It was in many ways the last place I would have chosen. It was a small playground for the rich, a place for them to clumsily exchange clumsy boats after a day of unnecessarily competitive racing. But my father, the man who had built the class of boat they raced, had gained a special status there. Just before we sat down with the group to eat, there was a strange moment. It was one in which I perhaps could have read a blueprint of the troubles ahead, if I was more perceptive. I was looking at a photo of my father, with the first yacht he built, which the sailing club kept in a thick glass case by the bar. A beguiling scent of perfume preceded Juliet's approach behind me. What are you looking at? she asked. I realised that I couldn't take my eyes off the picture in which my father looked remarkably like me. He had a wild thatch of hair and his overalls were covered in oil. But the face was the same. A picture of my dad, I said, turning it towards her. Did you know that he wanted me to take over his business? I'd had a few drinks by now and had to secure the bar for grip. She peered in at the picture. I took in the finely crafted features of her face as she tucked a lock of hair 
over her ear. Do you ever feel like you've let your parents down? I asked. I was not expecting much of a response. Juliet looked up at the chandelier overhead, and as its light blasted over her face, she blinked. Are you okay? I asked. She was silent, as two tears traced the shape of her cheekbones. Their root, one to the ear and one to the floor, was as unexpected as her reaction. What did I say? She shook her head, her lips smiling in mock dismissal. Nothing, she said. Let's leave it, shall we? I had only ever met her parents very briefly. I didn't have enough information to ruminate with, and I was too woozy to think straight just then anyway. I shook the instant out of my mind and got on with the evening. We ate on the veranda outside of the bar. Our table overlooked a darkened, hushed sea.